0: Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Episode nine of Wrestling Journal podcast. It is I, Joseph Crush, along here with NJ the Third, NJ Three, Nikki Demonte.
1: Bro, oh bro, bro. Nikki Noodles, how's it going, buddy? What's up, boys? How's everything?
0: Tommy Bad News Canale. Go on, everyone. It's good. It's going. It's going. What's up, mommy? Yeah. Uh, Just a quick before we get into the show here, a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world recently. Um, a lot of negativity, a lot of accusations, allegations against uh pro wrestlers um we're here to bring positivity to your weekly intake of wrestling um so we won't be acknowledging personal things that are happening. uh we'll let that be handled by the people involved and uh that's just us acknowledging the whole situation. We are aware of what's going on uh we don't we're not condoning it we don't condone any type of stuff that happens like that um but It's just stuff that we don't really like to talk about, and we don't like to talk about negativity. Other things happen in the world, too, that we don't like to bring up either, so we just want to let you know we're acknowledging it, that we are aware of what's going on, Uh, but we like to bring you the positive side. Sometimes it's negative, but negative within the company, not like the the way they book things, but uh, that's our addressing the, uh, the stuff that's going on, so there's our piece. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Sign-ups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kayfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kayfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy Wrestling Done Right. All right. Uh, one week removed from Backlash. Could have been the greatest wrestling match of all time. Uh, Nick Jersey, Nick DeMonte, you're the man of many names. <laughs> what uh, Just overall thoughts. Backlash, what would you think?
2: Um, overall pay-per-view, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I was definitely looking very much forward to the, obviously, the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, I love how they really enhanced the match, um, to the best of their ability. They tried different camera angles. They, they pumped in noise. They pumped in, this is awesome. They really let the guys wrestle. Right. Mm-hmm. And that I can appreciate. Um, I thought it was good. I really, I loved I loved the paying homage to former, you know, former, well, and some current, uh, wrestlers, you know, triple H and the rock and, and stuff like that. It was cool to see those finishers being done. But I, I thought that match was overall good. I thought the, I thought the show was good, right? I, I thought it was a good show. Um, man, the, the Miz and Morrison, I just can't get off their bandwagon right now. I'm just really enjoying what they're doing. Um, I thought the Braun match was pretty good. They didn't squash him too quick, which was cool. Um, the Bobby Lashley-Drew McIntyre angle was great. Mm. Um, and I don't want to say I called it, but I did call it. Lana gets involved, costs them the match, doesn't make him look weak, and they're going to get divorced on Monday. So, you know.
0: Hey. I mean, we you were you were bringing that avocado toast <laughs> method last week, man, and that's sh- that shit. Stuck. fire last week. And I got I got rain with me today, energy oh, drink. Nice, there there you go. for you. Hey. I ex- I expect the best out of you today. Uh, Nikki Noodles thoughts on the pay per view there.
1: I thought it was a solid all around pay per view. <laughs> um, you know, not too many surprises. I guess it was you know pretty pretty safe, pretty uh, you know comfortable pay per view as far as predictability. It gave you everything you were looking for and and built towards you know some other things down the pipeline. And I did truly enjoy the uh, the greatest wrestling match of all time, quote-unquote. Um, I thought it was fantastic, the way it was done. Everything about it was was excellent. Um, given the circumstances, it gave you a real good feel for crowd and energy. Um, they did a tremendous job. The, the match, as far as working, I thought was incredible. Um, it was one of my favorites. Now, I don't know if it was the greatest of all time. But for me, it was in the conversation and something I will always remember.
0: Beautiful. I agree 100%. Uh, Tommy, what do you got, bud?
3: Uh, definitely sell the pay-per-view all around. Love the McIntyre match. The Strowman match with Miz and Morrison was, you know, good for what it was and everything. But, yeah, the Orton-Edge match was awesome. And the thing that really stood out to me, even before the match started, we heard the thing for one more time, which I thought was an awesome touch. That time. was great. That it's kind of like – like, I
0: know you guys appreciate this. It's kind of like the Yankees with how they have the uh... – the old announcer coming in sometimes and now, or they were not, the last time he could was Jeter, right? It was the last guy. Yeah. He, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, definitely, yeah. and, and they played yeah. it through all his, and the rest of Jeter's career, which I thought yeah. was really nice. So I, and I thought that you know, was Nick is a cool. Met fan. I'm sure you can appreciate good baseball. I, I always, you know.
1: I always, I always appreciate a great tribute to an icon. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Fink too. I mean, he was a big Met yeah. fan. So I mean, regardless, I mean, he yeah. hey, that.
2: listen, he's a good man. So in my books, <laughs> that's fine.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm. All, I'm all you guys. I think I thought the pay per view was great. Uh, I had a fun time watching it. Um, it's rare, like you get, like sometimes you get these random, like the middle, the these like pay per views that don't really like aren't in the big four. You always like wonder going into them. Um, they got this hype around it with the great, the potentially the greatest match of all time. I thought, it, like I said, I tweeted out on, at Russell Buzz with Three Z's on Twitter uh, that it was like dare I say, great. It was a great match. Like, it wasn't the greatest, but it was, it was definitely a great match. Um, the little things like the Fink and stuff made it better. The crowd enhancement was good, too. Uh, the camera angles were cool. Um, Drew versus Lashley, to me, was f- like just a great solid match like for the heavyweight championship right like it was just like tip oh like an old school match uh both those guys can really work mvp has legit been an mvp to this con like this company right now i mean Mm -hmm. preach joey preach he's making lashley better he's making like if he grabs on a couple other people or like starts like whatever they if they do that with him like he's just going to make them better for what they're worth um and just like you uh nj3 uh, I didn't want to say I called it, but I called it Seamus beat Jeff Hardy.
2: You did. You yeah, did. So, I mean, you did. I, yeah. I, and you know I, what? It's it's good that he did, right? Because then it kind of extends the feud a little bit more and hopefully we'll get a little bit more of Jeff Hardy. I, I'd like to see a different alter ego at some point, but that's just me hopeful wishing.
0: Yeah, and then and then we go on Twitter and you see all these these people that get paid to to write columns and stuff for the for the for wrestling, Ryan Satin and Sean Ross, whatever his name is, and they're like baffled that that Seamus won. It's like, brother, it's called the fucking blood feud. It's, it's now you get the rubber match in extreme rules and an extreme rules match or whatever type of match. It just makes yeah. sense. It's booking, guys. And by the way, must shout out to Sheamus.
1: Sheamus is a great wrestler, man. He Absolutely. Never really got his fair due and, and the respect that he deserves, but he's big time, man.
0: Yeah, solid overall wrestler. I, I love Sheamus, and he could talk to So.
2: Yeah. No, out. he's doing he's doing his thing, man. He really is, and I, I the love the work he's doing. Shape.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Incredible incredible. he's forty. Oh, he's yes. forty two years young, man. God bless That's him. A
1: monster. Man. Absolute monster.
0: And Hope more to come with, uh, with good, good news in wrestling. There's always bad news. Uh, we found out that day and that later that the next day that edge towards bicep in the match, which is not good. Um, apparently they, there's a recovery time of, from people are saying nine to 12 months, maybe even like, we don't even know what, what's going to happen with him. Uh which sucks because we were talking about or we discussed last week on the episode that we, or at least I was excited to see what he would do after the Orton feud, whether it was Rollins, whether it was AJ guys that we never would think we'd see him wrestle in this lifetime. So uh, that sucks. Uh, But again, what there's bad, there's good potentially. So we get the return of Christian. We think, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. We got him showing up on raw. Uh, He got punted by Orton is that the end of Christian. I have no idea um overall with those two things happening we we're getting the it seems like the return of the legend killer right where do we noodles where do we go with this or for you can comment on edge and christian whatever you want to do but overall i want to get your thoughts on like the return of the legend killer randy orton
1: uh i absolutely love it man i was a huge fan of the legend killer that whole gimmick was was tremendous when he was taking out all the all those legends um yeah, I'm excited for it. Honestly, the, the 24 hours from Backlash up until Raw was some of Randy Orton's best work he's done in quite a while. I mean, yeah. he's one of the best to ever do it. But the energy and excitement I felt of him going back to that, to that route really got me pretty jacked up. And the fact that he was punting everybody in sight really yeah. gets the engine flowing, man. That shit is awesome. <laughs> so I'm excited for it. I really hope that they continue on this trend with Orton and you know, give his character a little bit more um, you know, excitement going forward. Because you know, he, he can get a little stale sometimes, right? I mean, he's a pretty um, mundane guy. Yeah. To begin with, as far as, you know, his mic, you know, he doesn't really talk loud or scream or anything like that. But his in-ring work is tremendous. So now if he can add that um, that spark to him again would be tremendous for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, like, just seeing him grow and being able to keep a steady character like that, like, like, relatable and, like, keep flowing throughout how many years he's been in the business, I think it shows a lot about him. And there's been multiple legends that come out, like Ric Flair and all these guys that say he's – the most gifted wrestler of all like some say he's like one of the greatest of all time. I mean, you could argue it, right? You like, can make
1: the case. He's in the conversation. Yeah. I, I think, you know, and, and, and it's and crazy. He's been wrestling a long time.
0: Yeah. And to come from a family. So he's like third generation, I believe, uh, with his father and his grandfather. So to come every, it's, it's so easy to say he was handed like the, the job, but like, I mean, he turned out to be this great, this great uh wrestler. So uh, shout out to Randy Orton, but uh, Tom, your thoughts on the whole situation here.
3: No, I'm excited that are bringing back the Legend Killer gimmick. I yeah. mean, like, just – I mean, like, back in the day when he was destroying, like, Hogan and this guy and that guy, it was just awesome. So, happy to see they're bringing it back. And you see the punt for two nights in a row was freaking awesome. Yeah. So, being that he took out Edge with a punt and he took out Christian with a punt, does that mean Gangrel comes back for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely
0: done, <laughs> you No, know, You never know. Right? <laughs> you never know.
3: I mean, hey, they're down in Florida. He supposedly has a wrestling school down there. Hey, you know, hey, maybe – May they call him up, hey, we're doing a little thing here, we need legends, and I guess we consider that guy a legend you know, not for like his his wrestling, but he had one of the coolest gimmicks I think of all time with him and the brood, so yeah. you know, I think it would be pretty cool to see that if if they do go <laughs> that way that'd be interesting
0: uh like, we I like also <laughs> i I was trying to think of like what what are the legends they can bring in if this is the if this is the way they're going here um there's definitely a lot of options out there, um but we did I forgot to mention we saw Ric flair come back, and he uh Throw a little lobloski on Christian, little little heel turn, if you, yeah. you can say I guess right. Yeah. Uh, Jersey, what do you got there, bud? What are your thoughts?
2: No, I mean, I I think he's definitely like, I mean, Nikki said it good before this is, from Sunday to Sunday to Monday. I mean, like what what a change in his character to like yeah. really flip back to like to the Legend Killer. I mean, that was he's doing his best work, and I mean, and now that he's using the punt again, you know, the RKO could be a very face type finisher, and now the punt is like almost like a very like oh yeah you know. You know, and who's he going to work with next, right? Who could be the next, like, legend? And, like, I'm trying to, like, think, think about the roster. Big show, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a guy who's been around for a long time. Maybe put him out. I know Ray and Seth Rollins are kind of doing their thing. But in, yeah. in the event that Seth uh, – Ray, you know, over, you know, goes over on Seth Rollins, you know, Ray and Orton could be something good. They can kind of revisit back from, you know, back in the day. That can be kind of something they can kind of look at. So – you know, I'm not too sure of the possibilities, but, you know, just a couple of names I want to kind of throw out there. But uh, definitely, i like to see this legend killer character back. And uh, it seems like – I compare it to like a softball player, right? He's on a Saturday drinking and on a Sunday hitting bombs. Yeah. he's like, That's what Randy Orton can do, man. You just put him in something that gets him motivated and he can just shine.
0: And uh, until, not to shy away his, his beautiful wife and children. You know, he's the family man too. You got you to gotta oh, show respect. Um, big time. I was thinking maybe – because we're getting close to SummerSlam, like what about like re- revisiting like Triple H or something like that? Is that, I mean, that I, is that is that a far reach there? Or what do you think? I don't I mean, think
1: like, so. I don't think so. Why would it be? I mean, Triple H is one I'm of the. I'm trying great to think favorites. like it would be amazing. you got you had to think that we're
0: gonna end this him and Edge at SummerSlam. Right? <clears throat> edge is done. He can't be there. They 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 usually when this type of thing happens, they would throw in like a replacement that would that would be an equal to. Like that type of match, like this thing could have potentially been a co main event for SummerSlam, right? So, um, or were they gonna end it at Extreme Rules? I have no idea. I didn't know the plan. So, I love what he's doing. Uh, it's the, some of the best we've ever seen, and it just shows you guys like this that that can stick, like him and Jarko. Can Jarko's known for like switching up his character and stuff, but Randy going back to it and still staying relevant and do like bringing us the best matches that we're seeing right now, even with all these young guys that are able to do what they're able to do. So, Shout out to, uh, i got Noodles raising his hand. What's going on there? But
1: <laughs> No, and I said, and, and to go on edge, man, what, what a tough break it was to him. You know what I mean? His first real match back. Yeah. You know, to have that happen to him definitely sucks. You know, you feel terrible for the guy, yeah. how hard he's worked to get back to this. But he will be back. He's better than, he'll be better than ever as usual. Absolutely. You know? He's just an incredible, one of the all-time greats. So I hope for a speedy recovery to get back to, you know where he belongs, and give us those top-notch matches all over again.
0: Yeah, he'll be but back. I think they what well, they saw They like we said, they signed him to a multi-year deal, so it's not like he's yeah. done forever. Unless it's like a we don't know the extent yeah. of the injury, but uh, it's gonna he's be a little while yeah. sure. I mean,
1: you care anything, it's it's gonna mm-hmm. be some
3: time, you know. Yeah, he needs that Cena healing ability like Cena had for all those years. Yeah, <laughs> Cena's a freak. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what if
0: we get what if we get Cena
3: at wow. uh I'll watch that again.
0: I don't care, yeah. man. Yeah. Why yeah. I not? that all day.
2: I heard it was he got hurt during the reshoots. That's what I heard. I was gonna just make sure we yeah. made that point.
0: Oh, they did more, like more. They than... had to do a
2: reshoot. They had to do reshoots for that match, and I heard he got hurt during the reshoots, which is kind of Ooh. unfortunate, right? Because if we were alive and under under a different circumstances, might not have
1: happened. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: I know. Yeah. I know. We can't live in a world of what ifs, but yeah. it just, you know,
1: an unfortunate situation. I mean, those things happen. You know, it's tough, but
0: yeah, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's pro wrestling, right? It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned they, they pumped in the, the live crowd at uh, Summer uh, Backlash, sorry, and uh, that that following Monday we got <clears throat> what seemed to be more than just the 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 uh, PC trainers their trainees at the uh, at RAW. It's from what it's being reported, I think it was like family and friends were allowed there, or some close family was allowed there as well, just to beef up the uh, the audience. Uh, I mean, I guess it's going in the right direction. Ah, uh, there was some controversy. Controversy being thrown around that possibly they were told they couldn't wear masks to go inside. So that's kind of shady. I mean, you don't really, We don't really know the fact of it, but uh, Tom, any uh, any insight or any thoughts on like what happened with the with the new fans?
3: Yeah, no. I mean, I loved it. It was pretty cool to see. You know, when they, when Raw first started, I was like, hey, those don't look like trainees. So it looks like <laughs> yeah. they got <had> some actual <laughs> real people. You know, real fans in there. So that was it. Was very cool to see. So I mean, even though, suppose you know, everything's spiking down there again. But, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully at some point everything gets better. But it was, like I said, it was very cool to see. So, I mean, hopefully they can keep going along with it. So, see what happens.
0: Yeah, and, like, it was nice to see, like, real, like, uh, relatable people, not all jacked up fucking wrestlers. With, exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. Just in the crowd. Um, Jersey, what are your thoughts on this, man?
2: I mean, I just think, like like Tommy was saying, it just another step closer to more being back to normal, right? Yeah. I know there's been a spike down in Florida and especially many states. Um, New York's been going the opposite. We got hit the worst, and now we are at the best. Yeah, um, oh, that's. But you know, but they hey, listen, no phase reopenings down there, right? They want to open up quick. This is what happens. Yeah, but yeah. no, I'm just kidding. All jokes aside, <laughs> um, it just it's nice to be able to see some more regular. Fan faces in the crowd, you know, just that just makes it feel like we're getting a little bit closer. And could we maybe have some sort of crowd at Summerslam in August? Mm. It feels a little bit more real now than it did before.
1: Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Noodles. Oh man, you love it, man. Anytime, anytime that we can get closer to normalcy again is is a great thing, you know. And you know, anytime you can have some crowd noise and and, and feel the energy of wrestling, it, it makes you feel good and it gives you hope that it's it's closer than it is far now. Um, you know, and it, it's a tough situation, right? I mean, everyone's a little nervous. Everyone's a little scared. But at the same time, you know, eventually you got to go – you got to go live in life and, and go through with it. So anyone that is willing to do it and wants to do it, power to you, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. Did we – Um, I watched SmackDown late last night. I was kind of woozy. Uh, did we get any extra fans there as well? Did anyone
2: notice? I think,
3: I think it was the same people from Raw, it looked like. Yeah. Okay. Same so, people from Raw. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, we had a hell of a lot of people around that ring, though. I'll tell you that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Super close. To open up the show. That was very nice.
0: Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sticking with Raw here, it looks like, from what we were told, uh, Dolph Ziggler and uh, Ali are moving there to Monday nights from SmackDown, and this is to be a part of the uh, AJ Styles trade. Now – is the trade, is this, is that, the, is that the whole trade? I mean, do we know? Uh, Jersey, I, I mean, I know Noodles is hot right now. Uh, we'll just, you know what? Let him, let him have it. Let him have right, it. Let I don't him want to take yeah. his thunder.
2: Well, oh, we my gotta, God. We gotta, one, gotta,
1: one of the most <laughs> lopsided trades in the history of the <laughs> sports. My God. Two for one. And that's, and that's what you're getting for the greatest wrestler possibly of all time. My God.
0: It's comparable to the John Carl Stanton trade to New York Yankees. <laughs>
1: Hey. It was pretty bad, pretty bad one. In <laughs> hindsight, but uh, style. Kyle shouldn't get traded. It's hurting well. the Yankees
2: a little bit more now than, than we yeah. thought. So, <laughs> it's very, very
0: bad. Uh, Tommy, what do you got?
3: I mean, like, yeah, like I, Nicky was saying, you know. You trade those two guys for AJ Styles? I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully, there's something else coming there's down the line. something more, yeah. yeah, like five yeah, more. Yeah. Guys <laughs> maybe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Ziggler. The guy's been a stud his whole career here. But I mean, come on. You need something else for AJ Styles. Yeah, no, no
1: disrespect to those guys. Cause, yeah, cause those guys yeah. are, good,
3: are good at what they do. But it's just not AJ Styles that
1: that does it all by himself. Exactly. Yeah. Brain carries yeah. show. It's a big difference, you know. Yeah, very big. So yeah, so. And if see where, what happens. I read in the fine
2: print, I don't know if you guys noticed in the fine print, it says the 205, ros- the 205 roster is also included in that trade. So the entire 205 roster will be moved to Raw as well at a later date. Is that is that a full fact
0: or you fibbing? Oh,
2: no. Just messing around. Um, I mean, listen, when, when you're talking about the best of all time, or we'll say that, well, the best right now and arguably the be- one of the best of all time. I mean, there's no such thing as a fair trade, right? But um, it is cool because I do want to see Ziggler kind of do something. I feel like he's done his thing with Corbin, you know. He's been doing like the you know the the thing with Mandy for a while, and then the yeah. Otis thing. I think it's time for him to move on. So to be very honest, all jokes aside, I think it's a good move for him. And Ali's a talented wrestler. Um, I just think that you know he just needs another place to showcase. But think about Ali and um, and Apollo. That'd be a nice match. Ali yeah. and um, and Andrade. You know, Ziggler and Apollo, Ziggler Andrade. However you want to kind of slice it. Throw my boy Angel Garz in there. A lot of possibilities. Some really good wrestling matches.
0: Yeah, I think I think overall we'll get the the quality of the work is there, but it's just not. <clears throat> excuse me, it's not AJ Styles. Um, okay. Two things. Two <laughs> things I didn't mention on our notes here. Potentially, is this ruining the the potential uh, mystery hacker gimmick thing? Cause uh. it was apparently it was supposed to be Ali Jersey. You may have a thought. I want to double yep. down here. And I'll just go yeah. quick around with you guys. But what else? Can, are, like, what else is Dolph like? What else could they do with him? I'm, I'm like, like I don't know, like they have him in the, the middle, constantly, and I'm like, I love yeah. Dolph, he's a great worker, but can they change something with him? Like, can they do? Can he, can he not be the show off anymore? And like, change just a little bit, just I don't know, I'm, I don't know what else. But Jersey, what are your thoughts on this, like, uh, the Mr. Hacker thing?
2: I mean, well, I was, I read the same report you did, yeah. right? That he, Ali was supposed to be the hacker. And I guess they doubled down on that, which is fine, because to be honest, I think it would have been a huge letdown if he was the hacker no disrespect to him. I like yeah. him a lot, but you want something or a return of someone or something to be like, wow, I did not see that coming. Like Xavier Woods to be the hacker and then he turns on the new day or just, you know, something just to like kind of refresh a storyline um, for Ziggler's character. You know, now that I think of it a little bit more, I'd love to see Ziggler McIntyre.
1: Like you know mm. yeah because think yeah. about
2: it i mean McIntyre's a mcintyre is a top face right now ziggler's a heel and let him come in and if it's not andrade and they finish the bobby lashley line i mean would you sign up for a ziggler mcintyre SummerSlam? absolutely i think that'd
1: be yeah, a fantastic absolutely. match would be great match. Yeah. yeah
0: so and they have and they have a history so it makes sense it's not like it's perfect never, yeah it comes full never...
1: circle for them that's nice nice spot on there Jers. that was nice so yeah.
0: Nuno's I know we're kind of springing this upon you and you're you're a pre uh, pre-game guy but uh, any thoughts on ziggler <laughs> uh
1: <laughs> oh, I, I do like Ziggler a lot, though. I do think Ziggler is one of the uh, tremendous wrestler. Actually, uh, he's a, tremendous in the ring. He's actually really good on the mic too. When when yeah. he does his thing. But you're right. He's always kind of been like in the lull, like lying in the weeds there for for years now. You know what I mean? They haven't really given him anything of of substance. So it'd be nice to see him actually get some an opportunity to do something, even if whether it's a character change or yeah. or anything like that. To, to you know to kind of enhance his pizzazz to go along with his you know great wrestling ability.
0: I thought maybe like there were. They could have went somewhere in SmackDown. I know they, the Miz and Morrison thing is hot right now. Like they're funny. They got that funny gimmick going. But I would have loved to see like them three and like another guy paired together as like a, a little nice little faction. You're like I don't know. Like I hate that. I hate saying like another four horsemen. But like I, I want like a faction that we have like like the main event mafia, right? Like that was pretty fun back in the day. But like something like that. We don't have that in WWE. We just have like the the factions that we have, and they're great, right? Like the Ever is great and all that stuff. But I don't know. I thought, and they're all best friends, so the chemistry is there. Are you telling me
2: that you don't like the Viking prophets?
0: <laughs> I'm very unhappy. I'm glad the big show fucking said something finally. Jesus Christ, we didn't even get that, but uh he called them out for stop doing the bullshit and get to a fucking wrestling match, which is what I've been waiting for this whole time. Well I think, wow.
2: I, think I think I think I think that was their way of like cutting that storyline and, and kind of stopping it a little yeah. bit. I think I think the whole point was to give the Viking the Viking Raiders a little bit of like personality and, and kind of likability to the crowd, but I think at this point I think it's done. Like yeah, I think it's three done. weeks, three weeks too long. And fight it and move on.
0: There may be a reason why or why not we didn't talk about their segment from Backlash. Uh, Tom, <laughs> what do you, Tom any yeah. thoughts on uh, where you would put Dolph Ziggler?
3: No, I mean like you're saying, I love to see him against McIntyre. I mean like, that'd be pretty cool. And like everyone was saying, he's always like been stuck in the middle and the mid card and everything. I mean yeah. the one time he did have the big cash in against El Rio, you know, we thought, okay, maybe this is, you know, his springboard to the main event and unfortunately he got hurt and he got thrown back into the mid and everything. Yeah. So hopefully him moving the roar, we'll see, you know. Go have him go against McIntyre. mean, that brings, you know, some a fresh take for him, you know. So yeah. see what happens.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll see what I mean,
3: happens. That mean, ca- that cash in's been a long time ago now. You know
1: what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's happened quite a bit ago, you know. Yeah. So be nice to see him get something fresh.
0: What is it like seven years ago? Twenty thirteen? Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was there for it, but uh, you know, I was highly intoxicated. Uh <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> That's that. So lucky lucky for us wrestling fans, there is more than one company that we watch on television each week. Uh you'd be surprised by listening to this podcast. But um <laughs> AW Dynamite, uh Wednesday nights, eight o'clock, uh yeah, eight o'clock on uh, TNT, eight o'clock Eastern. TNT. Um gotta pay the bills. So Cody's been doing the whole TNT Open uh, Championship Open Challenge every week. Uh, this week we got a debut from Ricky Starks. Correct mm-hmm. me, right? Yep. Yes. Decent match. Uh, apparently the hottest free agent wrestling. Never heard of him, so I don't know where that's coming from. I'd uh, like <laughs> <laughs> to say my my ear is pretty close to the, the the whatever. You know what I mean? Um, during the the entrance, like he's getting the high the high amount of promo like a pyro each week. It just kind of – he comes out, like, kind of cocky, right? And then he afterwards he's talking with uh, – was I believe it was afterwards, like, questioning if he's still with the elite or not. He doesn't really know. And then, like, even during the match, I texted you guys during the match or after when I was watching it after. I noticed, like, some of the moves he was doing, his aggression, seemed kind of, like, almost like healy to me. Like, he was turning – like, not turning, but, like, I just noticed, like, little things. Do you see any type of, like, heel turn with with Cody – coming up Jersey. any anything or do you, do we have any is there hope for do you not want it to happen i don't know i'm what are your thoughts man
2: well i mean and keep me honest guys, guys i wasn't yeah. watching it at like religiously like i am now in the beginning cody's been a face and like a badass face the whole time Which, correct he's
0: been the baby yeah. face of the company
2: yeah okay mm-hmm. i just want to just kind of check yeah. that really quick um i mean the fact that we had that report on twitter right that that person came out there and was like you know kind of saying about possibly like a new version of the four horsemen yeah you know a heel version and now and then we kind of said on the show last week i'm like well and i asked him like is he still involved with the elite and he actually brought up as a point of of reference this week yeah. on dynamite which because i know cody actually does listen to the show which is good yeah
0: um Shout out cody. What's
3: yeah thanks
2: bud <laughs> um American nightmare. So it's funny that he actually addressed it in the ring. Like, well, I'm here. Hager beats me up last week. And where's the elite? Nowhere to be found. Right. I think what's cool that AEW can do that WWE doesn't get the chance because there's just so much time that they have to kind of fill show to show is they can actually have slow burn uh, storytelling. Right. And that's just some of the stuff that we missed from the 90s. So I think that I think there's going to be a very slow burn but I think we are going to see the transition of Cody going to be a heel because to be very honest like I, I look at him and I I don't see baby face right he looks like a cocky prick yeah
0: especially but, with, like, I mean, in a, in a good thing, in right? right in a
2: good way right. though like it, it's a good thing right like I'm not calling him out like that I'm saying like I think it's a good thing and I think yeah. we need to kind of see that transition because I think he could do his best work as a heel because he looks like that character. So yeah. I, to, to, to kind of circle back around, um, I do think this is kind of the first steps of uh, moving towards a heel.
1: Noodles. Yeah, man. I, I look forward to that too, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of any type of major heel turn. Um, It's just, Cody, oh, Cody's you don't got say. all that ability. Yeah. I'm <laughs> all about it. <laughs> I love Cody as a wrestler. I think, I think he's really good at what he does and it'd be nice for that him to be to be a heel and really live that nightmare gimmick, you know what I mean? Be all about the nightmare. So I, I look forward to that. And Jersey's right. I feel like it will be a slow burn, but when you get there, it, it could be really catapulting for him and even AEW as a whole company.
0: All right. I agree. Both of you guys. Uh, Tommy, what do you got, bud?
1: Yeah, no,
3: it'd be awesome to see him as a heel. I mean, remember when WWE, when he was a heel, when he was with Legacy, he was awesome there. Yeah, was great. Yeah. When, when he was with the mask, when his face got crushed, you know, that, yeah. you know, that gimmick was awesome. Even his star does, even though it was a stupid character, him as a heel was pretty cool. So, yeah. you know. So definitely, I love to see him as a heel. And like you said, slow burn, do it at like the perfect time and everything, like with everything. So curious to see if they go with it. That'd be very cool to see. Yeah,
0: yeah like, his
2: in-ring – I'm sorry, Joe. His in-ring work is like fantastic, right? So, yeah, he's top-notch. He, I mean, yeah. as a wrestler, he is just at, – he's at the top of his game. So right Absolutely. now, this would be like the perfect time to capitalize.
0: Yeah, and I agree. He's – I think – very underrated in ring um, because it's not really spoken about too much. He's just like a solid, everyone considers him a solid worker. I think he's has the old school psychology down to a T and then he could still throw out a couple things here and there, like a suicide dive and stuff like that. So you could get, he gets best of both worlds. But uh, I agree with you saying the slow burn aspect and like AEW also has an advantage because we don't know they're so new we can't even say they're like a predictable thing. Cause like, we, we don't know how they book things. Like we're not even used to, we're used to we're 30 years in watching WWE. We know it's kind of like a given we can predict what's going to happen. Right. So like, we don't know when things are going to like, titles can change hands. They Tony Khan or whoever is the end all be all can decide, well, let's, that's so predictable. Let's go that way. He could turn heel like tomorrow or down in six months. Like we don't even know. So
1: and that's, that's the benefit too of having a smaller roster <laughs> size too, right? WWE's yeah. got a much bigger roster, so yeah. there's a lot of spots that they got to fill. You know, they have the luxury of you know being a little bit smaller, but you could take bigger and longer risks and, and let it marinate.
0: Absolutely. Um, also, just a, a little thing that we haven't we didn't mention last week when, when I was bringing up the whole Four Horsemen thing. When FTR had their debut match, you we had Tully in the crowd along with Sean Spears. They were separated, but then Arn was in there too. Like they were like watching their match. So just like a. I, I don't know if they're going to be attention to detail like that where they show the crowd and, like, we have to remember that Arn was there, but they could be scouting them for a future, like, team-up. I don't know. It's just fun to not know what's going to happen, right, every week. Like, we can go into a yeah. SmackDown and be like, holy shit, we know what the fuck – we can predict yeah. every you match. Something
1: to look forward to yeah. You, yeah. So yeah, we like, know
2: Charlotte's going to be in a championship match every week. We know how that goes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. very easy yeah. to yeah. predict. we win on
1: Monday, too. Get ready, boys. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, I Maybe, know it's
2: funny, Joey. I, I think that's really cool and has a really good point you made is just because – They have the ability to kind of tease storylines and revisit them, right? Yeah. If you can kind of tell a nice, you know, have the continuity be very clean and they can kind of tease like, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember back on that dynamite? They were kind of close. They kind of tease it. They have the ability to kind of do that and then kind of see the the crowd reaction, the fan reaction and like and, and the social media interactions to see that we're talking about it. And then maybe they can kind of push forward with it.
0: No, I agree. And for the first time ever, we all put over AEW. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't like it, but I did it. I do it I do it
0: weekly, man. I do it weekly for my, for no, my buddy Rob. As, as a four-man group. <laughs> shout out Shout out to your buddy Rob, by the way. Um, yeah, he's a good, good dude. Sticking with AEW. So they have the Dark Order over there. They're a little like ministry-type faction, I guess you could say. Uh, not they're always refer back to WWE, but that's what I got to do. Um so it looks like this week we had a debut from uh their one of the top women prospect uh lady prospects Anna Jay, who's uh she's taken an eye to to I like to say to our group of people uh very attractive woman um not familiar with her in ring work but she looked like she had a, she had it down. um she did get a loss though to a very questionable character. I forget her name. Did anyone take down what her name? What was what was that thing? Yeah, that oh. was wild. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm interested. I had, she, I had a nightmare about her. Yeah, I'm interested <laughs> to see where they go with her. I thought she would be like uh, perfect for the Dark Order, but it looks like after the match, the loss, the Dark Order came and swooped up Anna Jay and helped her, helped her to the back. They also gave a contract to Colcomana in the crowd. I believe it's to set up a tag team match next week. If I'm correcting, if I'm wrong, did anyone catch that? Uh, it was. I, I don't want to say maybe Brody Lee and Colkamana versus the Night uh, Goldust and his partner in the, the oh, QT? Yeah, QT. Yeah. QT. Um, so they've uh, been the, te- her name is abandoned by the way, Ab- Abandon. Man, uh, oh yeah. Or yeah. Something, yeah. I, it's Abaddon. ABA or something. Abaddon.
2: Thank you. Abaddon sorry, oh, yeah, well. yeah, said, yeah. Yeah. Abaddon. Yeah.
0: Um, but they've been teasing the whole Coke, thing thing for weeks now, uh, they scooped up ban and J, uh, it looks like the dark order is trying to get stronger, uh, with more of a, like, I wouldn't expect Coke, to be with them. He seems like a straight baby face to me at all times. Um, do you get any vibes from any other factions? Do you like where the Dark Order's going? Noodles, what are your thoughts on that, man?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like where it's going, and, and uh, I hope they do get Anna Jay full-fledged because it would be nice for them to have a woman, right? Yeah. Uh, especially one that's talented, she's got good ring ability, and she, you know, she's obviously gorgeous, too, so that never hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it would be nice to have her in in their stable, right? I mean, they're trying to build a brand, they're trying to build a division, and it's a good way to start with a, with a nice character like that. Um, I just hope that they build those characters and make it important that each one is ability. Like, you don't want it to get watered down where you have 45 members in a, in a group either. Yeah. You know, so if they can keep it to where it's relevant with, you know, certain people and certain characters and certain abilities and keep it at that, keep it fresh and keep it strong. You know, the NWO was amazing when it was just the three of them. Then yeah. when they started adding 40 guys, it lost its luster. You know, so yeah. hopefully, the, hopefully the Dark Order can do
3: that. And adding a, a great female would be, would be huge.
0: Fair point. Tommy, what do you got, Bo?
3: Yeah, no, it'd be cool to see him, add, like, a female to the group, absolutely. And, you know, Brody is the exalted one, and, the, and Evil Uno and Grayson, you know, I think they're back now. I remember they, they had yeah. to stay up in Canada, you know, because of everything going on. So it could be definitely a strong group for them and everything. And like you said, I don't, I don't think Cabana will join. But, hey, who knows? Like we just said, it could be unpredictable. So yeah. we don't know what's it's going to go. So I think it'd be very cool to see to see him do that. So it'd be very cool to see <laughs>
0: I'm excited to see where they go with it. Uh, I think yep. like Noodle said, um, not having so many people involved makes, makes it for a better group. Um, I'd like to see if they throw a mask on her and see if she rocks the mask, because that's a big thing with them is wearing that mask. That would be interesting, especially because she's attractive and it would ruin her look. But I guess it would make sense mm-hmm. too. also. Uh, Jersey, what are your thoughts, man?
2: I mean, I think it's good, right? I think it. I think it helps. I. I think the person who actually benefits the most of this would be Brody Lee, right? Mm. If they attach her to the side of him, right? If he's he's the main guy, right? He's yeah. the exalted one. He's the leader of the dark, um, dark order, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, I just there's a lot of factions. It's hard to keep up with it sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, so I think the fact that if they put her with him, and then they have Cole Cabana being maybe his right hand man eventually, I think it only kind of catapult him more to the top, right? More to that untouchable figure. She can kind of get involved in his matches, cost people matches so that he can kind of go over, things like that. I think if they use her right, it could be a really good, big catapult for him, but also could be good recognition for her too.
0: Yeah. And they're struggling around. They just lost, uh, they had lost um, Britt Baker, even though she's still like active on the shows, which is, oh my god, she's so funny. For for not being in the matches, she's still Killing it it's as character. a best yeah.
2: friend, a best friend timeout with Tony Schiavone. Oh yeah. my god, I, I was losing it!
0: I, lo- I loved it. Um, and then they just lost Chris St- Stratlander, uh, to a uh, torn ACL. I want to say she's out for a decent amount of Damn. time, And they were, they, she looked like she was getting a nice little push there. Speaking of the women's division, Penelope Ford's getting the title shot against uh, fuck, I should have remembered her name, Hiroshida Hiroshida, is that her name?
2: Right. Sheeta, I know Sheeta's yeah. her like second name, but isn't it Hiro, yeah. Hiro?
0: Sure, Hiro Sheeta, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I'm happy for Penelope Forge; she's great uh, in ring too. So I was hoping that was probably Statlander's
2: work. spot, right? That was they, that was definitely her have spot. Have. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: what's funny with- is
2: they fought at the last pay per view. So it's kind of funny how that kind of
0: yeah it worked out know. that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sticking with Wednesday nights as we normally do here. Uh, the whole NXT North American Heavyweight Championship scenario that's currently going on is absolutely bonkers, and I love every second of it. Um, we had basically announced is next week is a triple threat match for the North American championship with Keith Lee, Baylor, and Johnny Gargano. The winner of that will face Adam Cole in a title versus title match, July 8th, I want to say. Yeah, July 8th. And so we're getting possibly potentially getting a double champion here. I have my own way of thinking of what's going to happen here. Uh, Tommy, I want to hear what you got first, buddy.
3: No, I mean, you get those three guys in a ring together, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be an awesome match. I mean, I'll watch a Keith Lee match any day of the week. That guy is just yeah. amazing. Amazing. And throw him in with Baylor and Gargano, I mean, just adds to it. And then the winner faces Cole. I mean, what more can you say about Cole? He works with everyone. Awesome. So it's going to be fun. I'm just curious where they're going to go with this. I mean, will Cole have both belts? I don't know. I mean, mm. it's very – you know, I think all these guys could be – both champ, you know, both have both belts, so it's gonna be very cool to see.
0: Absolutely, Jersey, what do you got, buddy?
2: I mean, just before we hit on that, man, the UE segment. I just want to make sure I've made it. Made oh, it yes. that I'm UE sorry, segment yes. yeah. with the uh, yeah. with um with Roderick Strong and and yeah. the um. Oh God, I can't even think of the whatever when he was talking when he was Actually, talking to the the to the doctor. What yeah. um what kind of doctor? The psychologist. Psychologist. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I I loved it. I loved it. The trunk yeah. thing with the pictures yeah. and the Loomis, and the, it was just. Fantastic. I just want to make sure we put put that point out yeah. there. Very funny stuff. But is this like their new thing, right? Everyone's got to have two belts. Is this like the storyline that they're kind of going down? You know, Bailey Dose belts and then they're trying to push the belts. So I don't know. I'm curious kind of how it's going to turn out. But um going back to actual wrestlers, I mean, what better collective than those three guys, you know, fighting for the North American championship? gargano balor and and uh, keith lee i mean that's going to be great and then what's really cool is that july 8th happens to be the second night of fighter fest versus having that title versus title so i see what they're kind of trying to do there right they're trying to you know uh, you know AEW has been winning in the ratings pretty regularly so it's kind of cool to kind of hey listen let's put our biggest guy adam cole versus our arguably second biggest guy probably the north american championship title versus title the same night as the second night of fighter fest which is we'll probably end up seeing ambrose and i mean uh excuse me moxley cage,
0: which be yeah. cool. and cage but, yeah, which would be great yeah
2: yeah good uh good stuff
0: though we'll, noodles we'll... noodles what do you got for me oh here?
1: man i lo- love the match man i look i can't wait for it i'm definitely looking forward to it and it's just more and more every time that they they do something nxt just constantly proves it it's just the best wrestling in the game they constantly deliver they know how to book it's it's just tremendous and they're just going to keep delivering as they always do because it's so much better than
3: AEW.
1: <laughs> and
0: that turns south real quick. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I so, tell you, Nick. I have my opinions on this. Uh, I don't, I think the direction there, I mean, we we can't forget about carrying Cross, right? Like he just came out last week. He's weekend.
1: waiting in a pipeline for sure. Yeah. For whoever, so
0: know. I'd like to think that it they're not going to end the night the july 8th night with two cha- a double champion i think something might happen i don't know what but i like think i don't know i don't trust like the whole i don't think nxt is gonna go that route with a double champion or at least if they do it won't be for that long because then how do you delegate it right like you're just gonna he's he's gonna defend both one belt i don't, know, I just, I don't like the whole double champion thing right the bailey with the tag team and the heavyweight is okay because you can't put them up at the same time anyway so whatever I am excited for the wrestling aspect of it um I think I said to you guys I mean I don't even know if I said to you guys but Adam Cole to me right now I, we could say AJ Styles is the best but I think Adam Cole once he gets to the main roster dude he's gonna take over everything I have so much faith in him anything he does like I said he can work uh a serious angle and get get super heated. He works the the, the segment they did with the psychiatrist and he, it could be a comical angle and then he could fucking wrestle and he can go with anybody. And I I'm uh, can't say enough about him. I love Adam mm-hmm. Cole right now. Um I did want to ask you Jersey, but brought, brought up a good point about how ironically that that night uh where that the champion versus champion match is going to be is the second night of Fire or second week of Fire Fest. Do we think like they f- People find out like the booking plans for the companies and like know what's going to happen or have an idea, and then try to like counteract.
2: That's why there's dirt sheets, B. That's why yeah. there's dirt sheets, right? Um, I don't think that obviously NXT purposely does things just to go against AEW every storyline. This one just happened to line up really perfectly and very cleanly, right? Fighter Fest is the big summer event for AEW, so what better way to kind of try to pull some eyeballs off of those that night? than to give us what NXT's best is, which could be any of those three, right? To be very honest, Balor, Gargano, or Keith Lee. Um, I kind of hope it ends up being Keith Lee, to be honest. I I don't think his title reign should be over yet. No. Just my opinion. Um, Love the other two guys. Just don't think it's ready. But to have Keith Lee title versus title against Adam Cole, I mean, oh, my
0: God. Yeah.
2: But, yes, I think think their cheats do leak. And I think that, you know, it kind of does reason why it lined up so cleanly.
0: Yeah, I think I, – I, I agree. I mean, I'd love to see any of them versus – like, I, we're not going to get Gargano versus Cole. That doesn't make sense to me, uh, Broken was. We haven't seen Baylor versus Cole yet, right? I don't believe we've seen that, at least in a serious matter, maybe like a, a quick shot there like a, on a regular NXT show. Um, but I'd love to see that as well. I mean, Keith Lee versus Cole, you can't beat it. Any, any matchup there is, is good, uh, but for, like, you also want to have a good, like, storyline going forward as well. So Yeah,
2: and to your point be before, um I think I think you're going to see Cross get involved in that match and mm-hmm. I think that's how it's going to sort of end it, it, there won't be have a clean finish and then you'll have Balor and Keith Lee do their story and you'll have Cross and and Cole do their story. That's yeah. kind of like so, how I think it's going to kind of segue.
0: We did see a, like maybe a possible foreshadowing, didn't it was remember, I think it was Keith Lee he smashed the uh hourglass. Hourglass and then yeah. sarla came back and picked like mm-hmm. stepped on it or what? I don't know what she did, but I forget she made so maybe carrying goes at key i don't know we're something's gonna happen right maybe carrying yeah, sure. gets involved and somehow gets in, put in the match who knows i've been mean, i'm excited for everything i love
1: nxt Absolutely. You know. no matter what direction they go there it's a win-win they can't yeah. there's a lot of possibilities <laughs> a lot yeah. of possibilities which is
0: always good and I, for the first i mean not we don't get it too often in, in WWE product but it's kind of unpredictable we don't know what's going to happen so it's always good when that happens um friday night smackdown was last night and Two big things, I would say, happened. Uh, we had the debut of one Matthew Riddle, uh, former UFC fighter and now WWE superstar. Uh, we've had we've nothing but praise for this man ever since we heard about, or bef- even before we heard about his debut coming up on SmackDown. Uh, yep, there we go. The background church is in SmackDown <laughs> right now. Uh, but we got the debut. He f- debuted against AJ Styles in a non-title uh, match, and he won which is, sur- I mean, I don't know about surprising, but it was definitely not expected, right? Uh, Jersey, initial thoughts on uh, the debut of Matthew Riddle.
2: I mean, way, way to kind of give this guy a, a nod, right? I mean, you put him up against the, the best wrestler in at least WWE right now on your first match. You put him <laughs> in his first match. He wins. He looks good. And it was cool because, like, I know it just it might have been very subtle, but I, I thought I saw it is like having the guys still be around the ring to kind of enhance the volume of the yeah. excitement around the match. Right. Like if you can't have a full crowd for these two, what better way than to kind of have the audience that you have and put some of the wrestlers around the ring to kind of just give it more of like a big fight feel and just add more excitement into into the room. I, I thought I noticed that. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's why it was him. definitely
0: a smart move by whoever decided yeah. to do that.
2: Yeah. Um, the Match was good. Right. Riddle held his own. I mean, we we've said it right. He he's too he and I don't say he was too big for NXT, but he's meant for other things. And yeah. I think that the I think that the main roster mm-hmm. needs him. SmackDown Stallion is here and he's here to stay. And what a way to give him a nod, man, to put him over against put him over AJ. I mean, that that's it was just good. It was really good. I think what a well done debut, and they have a lot of faith in this guy, no matter
0: what's going on. Yeah, he said, he said himself, the bro that runs the show, right? I mean, <laughs> He's the bro that runs the show. Yeah. That I is mean, fucking on. great. That was yeah. very clever. I, mean, I, don't yeah. know, I, I hope that was like mad lib. Like it wasn't planned, but it probably was. not I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Um, Noodles, what are your initial thoughts on
1: Oh, this? man. Riddle me this, riddle me that, man. What a tremendous <laughs> debut. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that to go against, you know, in my opinion, the best wrestler in the world and to, to win. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. ask for a bigger push than that in your debut match on, on the main roster. I mean, the sky's the limit for Riddle. I look forward to everything that he's going to do and what he's about. And, uh, yeah, I'm all about the original bro.
3: Love it. Tommy, hit me. Yeah, me. Absolute awesome debut for him, or debut, as he likes to say, right? Yeah. I don't (laughs) don't,
0: (laughs) – what was – the we – I mean, I know he said it, like, in his – when he came to NXT, he was getting, like, an interview he said, debut. Like, did he not know know what the fucking word is? I I, I love him. I love him.
3: him. But, yeah, I mean, awesome match between him and AJ. Sky's the limit for him. So, I'm really happy to see him up on the main roster now. So, I'm going to be very excited to see where his career goes from here. So. Yeah, absolutely. And and to beat Styles
1: after Styles has had one of the best matches you've seen in a long exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. coming off of that, it's just tremendous, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Let me throw this one out there to you guys really quick. You know, Cena angle back in the day, Styles, Riddle. You know, you I think I can see this kind of being like a long feud that they visit now and maybe revisit again in the future. I feel like there's just a lot of chemistry with these two yeah, guys. Sure. Like it, it, oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I know I know AJ can wrestle one of us and make us look like a superstar. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <No> but like <laughs> but you true. know I mean? Like I just I felt like when I watched the match, I feel like i like, wow, there's like a good chemistry with these two and they both can really bring out the best in each other. And I do I feel like I feel like we're
1: gonna kinda get it like that. You know how you know, um
3: Cena It'll and everyone are really tied. Right yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and the jersey. Yeah. I can't wait to when I come come hang out at your house and we can go in the pool and I'm gonna do the riddle entrance right right into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for you to do it. I'd love for you to do it.
0: Listen, and I love another little fact that I love that it was like how they didn't bring him in to dominate like guys, which they used, normally do with with the background like with a fighter, right? So like, I'm happy they didn't just throw him in there and like have him squash fucking Shorty G or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm glad they yeah. they brought him in, put him up against the top guy. Let him and even beat him. I would I wouldn't have even been upset if he lost, right? Just put on a solid match, showcase what you can do, in a in a twenty fifteen twenty minute match, and then call it a day. Like win or lo- win or lose, I would have been happy regardless. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy they got they got the double over AJ. Um, yeah. Super excited. Win-
1: winning yeah. is a very powerful statement there
0: for sure. Yeah, huge, and it just shows what 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 kind of faith they have in him. Only a matter of time before he's wearing. Uh, shoes though let's be honest Vince hates people on bare feet so um last night on SmackDown You take daddy back
2: you take this one back enjoy it Joey
0: Daddy's back boys uh <laughs> the return of the best the OG bray southern Louisiana New Orleans whatever you want to say that when I heard that accent man I got goosebumps baby uh listen I'm super excited for this, right? But we all got to be honest with ourselves. It's just another fucking stepping stone until we get the Fiend, right? You can't end with the Fiend. It's not going to – you have to see the Fiend at some point. So I, my gut instinct is here. As much as I enjoyed seeing OG Bray back, we're going to get OG Bray versus Strowman at Extreme Rules or something like that, right? And then Braun's going to win again. And then it has to bring out the Fiend, right? That's I think it's a, a reasonable direction they would go in um if if they don't go that way and og bray beats him for whatever reason i'd be super happy but i love i don't want them to get rid of the whole fiend funhouse thing i don't want just og bray being back i want to see like the three faces or multiple faces of uh of bray white kind of homage to uh mick foley so i'm super happy that we get to see him for the next couple of weeks on tv cutting promos however they want to do it uh yeah. like i said he's bray's my bray's my guy you guys know this uh so I was super excited when Tom I Tom shot me the text. He's like, "Don't go on social media." I'm like, "Oh boy!" I got, I was like, when I was watching SmackDown, I was had to catch up on DVR. I was like, I almost wanted to skip right to the end and watch it, but I just went through the whole thing. I was like, just so anxious. And once I saw that man, I was like, you, But uh, Tommy, just because you gave me that great news, uh, what do you, what do? You, and I know you're a big Bray guy as well.
3: What do you got for this? All I can say is follow the buzzards. Yes. I mean, once I heard that little accent of his, I knew exact I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And just to see just to see Braun's face, how shocked he was to see the old school and like they brought it back, you know, with the chair and the Wyatt compound again. I mean, I think it'd be awesome if they bring that back oh, a little bit if they yeah. can. The family compound and all that. Ooh, so I mean
0: Thomas. And,
3: Maybe I mean, an Extreme Rules
0: match in the compound In something.
3: the compound, <laughs> Thomas. And you, you see the chair again and everything. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So. But, yeah, this is definitely going to lead to The Fiend probably at SummerSlam eventually. But I think it would be cool if Strowman does win that match, whatever it is. After that, like, he has, like, a breakdown. All of a sudden, The Fiend just appears and, like, yeah. sets it all up. So, I mean, think it's, it's just going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see where they're going with this, so. It's awesome.
0: The, the break we had from, the, like, from since Mania, right? It was Mania. No, no, no. When did they. Money when in they, the Bank. Money in the Bank, yeah. yeah. We haven't seen Bray So, it's just like, I love that they're giving this much thought into his, like, characters. Like, we, it, they don't over, they're not drowning us with him every week, whether or not mm-hmm. it's due to the pandemic or not. But even before that, we didn't see him often, right? Only when he, his feud starts that he pops up. Like, the breaks that we don't see him in, especially not wrestling every week. Uh, I mean, it just, the, the, the style, the way they're booking him is, like, perfect to me. People may disagree with it, which is fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure pro wrestling is subjective to all, but I think the way <laughs> they're they running his character is just, the like, it's pro wrestling, man. Like, that's what it is, with a fucking dash of salt and pepper, whatever you want to say. Like, it just has so much goodness to it. I love it. I lot. Jersey, what do you and got? And
3: real quick – oh, sorry, real oh, sorry. quick. I'm just going to say, when this is all said and done, he's going to go down as one of the greatest characters of all time. I don't care what anyone
0: says. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care about Galeotto. I don't care about his win loss record from the past, the future. Character wise, but
1: winning does solidify those those things, regardless. Yeah,
0: you know it does. Sure, but character wise,
1: yeah. But they've tried. They've they've done everything in their power to try to crush his character over and over and over again. And what a disappointment that has been, especially for him, man. Because he's just incredible, man. It's just he really is. It sucks yeah but ho- this, hopefully hopefully this time around they get it right
0: this this is positive bray Tokyo, so watch your
1: mouth all right uh, <laughs> i was
0: gonna say let
2: me let me bring this back up to where yeah. joey wants it to be um absence makes the heart grow fonder and i yes. think it's um i think with bray's character right and i was really good at comparison joe with the, with the Mick foley mankind character yeah. the many faces of foley um bray's one of those characters who doesn't need titles to define him right yeah. You you're gonna remember him by storylines, very similar to Undertaker and no monica I'm not comparing the two, but character-wise, they have that sim that same aura, right? You know, you don't remember Undertaker for all his title reigns, you remember Undertaker for his 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 actual storylines. Yeah. I think that's what they need to remember with Bray, right? And I think to Nick's point, with the win losses. I think they sometimes they get ahead of themselves with Bray because they have so much faith in him and in his character and he he what he can do. He's great in the ring for a big guy.
3: Amazing. He's, you,
2: you, your eyeballs are on him the whole time. I think they kind of forget, right? They build him so much up and like they give him a title. It's like, well, he doesn't need a title, right? The more you put him out there, it's not that you want to water him down, but the more the more times he's out there, the less as special as it feels to a point right I'm not saying that I don't I want to see Bray all the time I'm not saying yeah. that but I think you guys are trying to get what I'm saying but yeah. Yeah, in definitely. this time man the whole world is in his hands and I I love the idea of a, a compound match but I would love to kind of see to be very honest I like to see not the Bray Wyatt character lose I love for it to be like somehow like a no dq no contest that they need a finish and that's how they go into SummerSlam. i don't want to see bray lose again
3: right i know we i
2: know i know fair i know the firefly funhouse bray lost to braun at money in the bank but i do not want to see this character lose i I want to see this one play have mind games with braun right and really mess with him and like oh wow like this was my leader back in the day like he's messing with me right keep the mind games going but don't let him lose clean let Braun get himself DQ'd because he can't beat this character, and make SummerSlam a must-watch. Have to be a finish match, and that's when we get the Fiend.
0: Yeah. Now I would think maybe they can go along lines if they do if they do it at the compound. Like maybe because he said he like he resurrects the dead. So like you consider yeah. the OG Braille like a dead character, and like it's he's kind of expendable at this point. So um, maybe he like they he like the house like burns down and like falls on top of him he doesn't essentially pin him he just like puts him away and then we have to i i get what you're saying or no dq or dq finish whatever i i get what you're saying though i don't need to see the the power slam into a pin again on on Bray. Yeah. but we also have to realize like at the end of the day it's not like the the end goal here is the fiend. Like that's like when when the fiend lost to Goldberg, that was bad, right? That was Terrible. very bad. When these char- when these other characters yeah. like Funhouse Bray or OG Bray, they lose. It's not really. It's we're looking at the fiend the fiend is the end all be all right now. It's not really. It's like the lead up to like the the the, the, the bad boss in the video game, right? So like you beat all the other guys, even though it's technically the same person. But that's what we're getting at. So like I try to look at when obviously when when lo- wins and losses do matter to an extent, but I look at it like especially with this new character getting to the Fiend, if, the, if Braun went to the Fiend at SummerSlam and beat him there, then that's where I get pissed off. And that's where I agree with Noodles that that's going to hinder his, his character won't mean shit if he loses like that. So
1: that's, that's really why I always say that. Cause let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I totally believe that Bray is one of the most incredible characters in wrestling history. Yeah. Right. I mean, he has just an amazing ability to engage an audience and tell a story like no other. I mean, he really yeah. is tremendous and he's very gifted at what he does and you know, he, he deserves better he should be and like jersey saying he should not get pinned when every face is brown again it just can't happen yeah. whether however they want to finish it make it cool so be it but his character deserves the credibility and the believability of being able to win big matches and like all of you we follow him
0: mm. Mm. yes so boys uh with what started potentially as a week of I was limited on topics here. I'm not going to lie th- uh, for the notes here. Ended with a bunch. Able to discuss it with you guys for an hour. I really enjoyed it. Uh, shout out to Joe Ford. Uh, I know he wanted to hear us talk about Bray, and he had to wait till the whole episode ended. So, I mean, you <laughs> just got to wait. You got to listen to the whole thing. Got uh, to
2: tease him. Just like when Bray Wyatt came out, you got to wait till the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> exactly. Four Brothers Bracket <laughs> Podcast. Absolutely. Shout out. On Spotify. Um, on Spotify. Correct. Um, so, yeah, uh, episode nine. Follow us on uh, Twitter, WrestleBuzz uh, on Twitter, and with three Z's, and WrestleBuzz on Instagram. Uh, for Tommy Bad News, Nick Jersey, Nick Galeotto, I am Jose Crush. Let's go. Bro. Yeah.